In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. The off-season starts to percolate a little bit. Uh, We did have some conversation from the Combine from uh, head coach Kevin Stefanski. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Daryl, let's uh, let's dive into that. Continuing questions about you know whether he's calling plays or not. It's pretty obvious he is. Like I still wonder why those questions are being asked. Yeah, I, I don't know why uh, they are asked. Uh, it's obvious, and he has made it clear from day one he's going to call plays. He's going to continue to call plays. So I don't know why we keep asking him about it. <laughs> like he's given zero indication he's giving that up. Uh, at this point, it's a non-story. Kevin Stefanski is calling the plays. Like that's it, it. It's not breaking news anymore. Um, we all know it. So let's just move on with our lives, <laughs> right? I mean, so when the so when the offense is screwed up in the uh, in the season at any point, it's on Kevin. Keep doing what we've been doing, right? Criticizing yeah. Kevin Stefanski. So. Um, along with that, that was, I mean, that was questioned and I'm still trying to figure out why, but it, it doesn't matter. Um, there is a little bit of a tinkering with the way the offense will be organized, I guess, with Drew Petsick going out to Carolina and then AVP just moving back into his old spot. I don't know how big of a story it is, but it does streamline things a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, they're just going back to what they did before last year. And that is AVP is the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. Uh, he did it the first two years. Basically, um, I did like what Stefanski uh, told reporters at the Combine when he said that AVP is like the best teammate ever because he took a step back. They knew Drew Petzing was going to become an offensive coordinator at some point, especially with uh, Gannon up for these coaching jobs. And if Gannon would, were to have gotten one of them last year, Petzing would have gone. Or even this year, now that he obviously got that Arizona job, it was like the worst kept secret that that Petzing would go be his uh, offensive coordinator. So, um, you know, they basically did a solid for Petzing last year by moving him off the tight ends over to the quarterbacks, which is, let's be honest about it, that is a natural progression when you talk about the path to becoming an, a head coach in the NFL. You typically go through offensive position groups. You're a quarterbacks coach in there as well. You become an offensive coordinator, and then obviously, if you're successful as an OC, you you you, you find one of the 32 jobs uh, as an NFL head coach. And certainly, Petzing uh, is on that track. So they they basically did him a big solid last year. And look, let's give Petzing credit because he did a really good job with the quarterbacks last year, especially Jacoby Brissett, who played very very well is and it's part of the reason why Jacoby Brissett is not going to be back as the backup quarterback this year because he played so well in those 11 games that Deshaun Watson uh, was serving his suspension and you know I think Petsing deserves some credit for the work that he did uh with Brissett uh, over that time so AVP goes back to working with uh, the the quarterbacks in addition to his regular OC duties it's not a it's not a big deal. It's what they did the first two years here. So, um, you know, it, it, it's it, I, I don't really know how newsworthy it is. Uh, it, if anything, it just answers a question that was out there uh, about who would be uh, taking over those responsibilities with Petsing's departure. Let, let me just ask this because I think we just assume 
that you're right. And I think you're right with Jacoby Brissett, but is there any path that Jacoby Brissett could be back with the Browns as a backup quarterback? He gets no offers. That's, that's it. That's the path. He gets no offers. I, I just don't see that happening. Look, when, uh, when they were cleaning out the lockers in January out in Berea, like he was, he personalized a bunch of jerseys for teammates and he was handing them out. That That's not a guy that's planning on being, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you can read the tea leaves there. So, right. Uh, but I, I mean, saying. like if something happened to Deshaun Watson in the offseason here and he was available, wouldn't he be the first person you well, would call? Stefanski, uh, uh, reading through the transcript, Stefanski was asked about the backup quarterback situation, and he said, uh, we don't know yet, and that's the truth. So uh, what happens there, Daryl? What do you think they're going to do? They're looking for a veteran, or you think I they want to draft somebody in the second round? I, why would you draft anybody? That's silly. I, I, I don't know. I, I I couldn't tell you what their plans are. So. Um, what what do you think the right plan is to get somebody who's like a Deshaun Watson, Watson lookalike, or what do you think? Yeah, I I think you want to get someone who has some of the traits and characteristics of Watson, so that if something does happen, you don't have to do a whole lot of overhauling. I I, I think you do the Ravens plan, like look at what they did with Lamar, uh, and the and was it Huntley is the backup there mm-hmm. uh, that beat the Browns. Um, and made the Pro Bowl for like starting. I love it. It's like, does he have a name? Beat the Browns. Um, Is it Kansas City's backup quarterback that only had to make one play his entire career? From yeah, yeah, yeah we remember. That. Um, it's like a rite of passage in the NFL beating the Browns. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't resist. Low hanging fruit, you know, I got to pick it. Uh, but yeah, I just yeah, I don't know what their plans are, and that's something that looks like the organization is still trying to figure out themselves. But I. I would be shocked if Jacoby Brissett is back. And again, that's not an indictment of him. That's not a criticism of him. It's just he's earned the right to go get, you know, go get a bag somewhere and, and get some playing time somewhere. Uh, so um, that is something that is one of the, I guess, understated challenges for this front office is we, you know, we talk about off season needs, uh, you know, for Andrew Barry in the front office to address. Well, Backup quarterbacks got 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 to be in that mix, no question about it. What else did we get from Kevin Stefanski today? Because I didn't hear a whole lot of just a lot of meat and potatoes. It was a lot of things I think we knew already. But um, did you hear anything else that that sparked your interest? Well, the newsiest item was the fact that they are going to repay the favor. Uh, the Eagles, of course, came to Berea uh, last August and kicked the crap out of the Browns for two days. Um, they're going to go to Philadelphia this year and uh, have more joint practices with them. So we now know two of the four preseason games. They'll, of course, open with the Hall of Fame game against the New York Jets. Uh, Week two of their preseason, which is week one for the rest of the NFL, is to be determined. Uh, Week three for them, also week two for the NFL, will be at the Eagles, including those joint practices, and then the preseason finale is uh, to be determined as well. So Jets and Eagles, we'll see them in the preseason, including joint practices um, with Philadelphia in Philadelphia. Also, too, the offseason program is going to end a week early for the Browns. And Stefanski is doing that to make sure that the guys get the proper length of summer vacation because the Browns will have to start training camp early so that they can prepare to play 
in the Hall of Fame game. So I would say that's like the biggest news item to come out of Indianapolis is the, the we had suspicions that this was going to happen, but Stefanski making it official that they, in fact, will travel to Philadelphia for joint practices as well as a preseason game against the Eagles. The difference is, uh, well, no, it is to say it would be the, the dress rehearsal. The third, you know, it'll be the quote unquote. It's hard to tell what the hell they're going to do with these. The preseason getting all changed and and whatever. It's it's kind of hard to figure out how they're going to divvy playing time. I still stand by uh, my thought that uh, the starters will play a series at most in that Hall of Fame game because you got to protect everybody. Um, But yeah. Do you have any concern about the Browns playing the Jets twice? I mean, the preseason and I I don't think it really matters, but. Yeah, I think it happens. They don't run anything in the preseason anyway, let's be honest about it. No, that's true. That's true. I just, um, I, you know, I was looking through the Brown schedule again, and I was just kind of like, you know, who they have, how, and we'll play the schedule game coming up here again. But um, I was trying to think of other teams they could play in the preseason that they don't, and the Lions uh, always make sense, don't they? I am always, always up for the Battle of the Barge. Always. <laughs> Long Where is it live. right now? Does anyone know? Yeah. Long live the GLC. As as uh, I, f- I forget the local artist, greatest lyric written of all time, never has a game that meant so little, meant so much, like the GLC. That's so deep. <laughs> so no, deep. So both teams have a barge. You know that, right? So oh, the, and they just put the name yeah. on it every year? Oh, that's right. weak. So it's got to go back and forth. Yeah. No, the the... Have you lifted that thing? I have. That uh, thing weighs more than me. Where is that the barge in Berea? Like, I don't even know. It, 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 weighs, the... it weighs more than the Stanley Cup. It weighs more than a Vince Lombardi trophy. It weighs more than Larry O'Brien and the commissioners. I mean, that thing, literally, um, if you're looking to, for a good workout, just do some curls with the barge, and you you will look like Popeye in a week. Where is, I, is the barge in the lobby? I don't even know where is uh, the barge. I think is in somebody's office on the second floor. Ah, okay. Yeah, you can't, you can't have enough barge. It's always game day, and there's one in Detroit. And then but, the winners would just go ahead and put their names on. They bring back the GLC. Let's start the campaign there, Andy. What I really want to know is where's the Ohio Cup between the Reds and the then Indians? And can you still um, do that with the Guardians? Does that live anywhere? It's, it's, the Ohio yeah, Cup? it's a progressive field, I believe, because like the, the Reds. The original right. Ohio Cup, I believe. Oh, the original one. Yeah. I know the modified one because like the Reds has, you know, if you uh, even if you tie. Uh, in the Ohio Cup, the team that won it the year before gets to keep it. So, it like oh. the Ohio Cup has been a progressive field for like I don't know the better part of a decade because the Reds suck. I will sleep better. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland. We touched on the schedule a little bit more. A uh, little bit. We're going to talk a little bit more about that schedule, uh, plus other things that are going on, including the stadium, which we touched on in our last podcast, and uh, some not so good news from the NFLPA. It's all straight ahead on. It's always game day in Cleveland.